Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to the 24th episode of Something's Brewing. How is everyone doing? Dan, my man, how are you, sir? I'm good, Corey. My story. <laughs> I should have thought of that before. I didn't know you were going to do a rhyme. Well, from now on, just think Corey. of it. I'm doing rhymes from now on. Are you, you, you busting rhymes? Yep. Maybe right, I should have told fine. you that. That's fine. So uh, this episode brought to you by LA Vista Cleaners, now with two locations in the greater Los Angeles area. If you haven't met Fernando at LA Vista Cleaners, you got to go down there. He understands customer service better than anyone, and so does his mom. Okay, so, wait, no, hold on, stop. Where's, where are these two locations? Because I know one is, on, uh, Man, one is in beautiful Westchester. Yep, on Manchester, and the other one is over off of like La Cienega. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good for them. I, I did not know that. I'm going to go, literally, I, I got to go there today or tomorrow, I swear to yeah, you. I'm not, from okay. now on, you got to go there. Um, for the record, going backwards, I felt as if, well, two things I want to, um, a couple things I want to bring up. First, we said that we weren't going to go this long without putting another <laughs> we did say pause that, cast out, but and, we did it again. And so then what happened? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to feel like we lied to anyone, but we've, we've had, I've had, I've been trying to get in here, get, trying to get into studio, right. but it just hasn't worked. And right. what's going to, so we're going to keep this up because we're going to go, I'm going to go on vacation for a couple of weeks, international travel. We're going to have some oh, great stories, right? Jamaica and Scotland. Um, so we're, we're probably not going to have another one for a, a decent uh, amount of time, but all the top You're shows. You're telling me this now. All the top shows. I, we just we just had a pre production meeting for like an hour, <laughs> and I, you didn't. Oh, Dan. By the way, I'm going to be go- so. But you know, all the top shows, the the, the talent takes time off. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not 24 episodes in, but sure. <laughs> all right. So, one so other, where are you going? We're going to Jamaica with the, oh, with all, with the whole family right. and then Scotland. Thanks for listening. Nice. Um, so, uh, oh, should I be listening? Okay. I'm, I'm do, doing the family thing in Jamaica and then I'm going on a golf trip to Scotland. But one other oh, thing on the nice. For the Record. So uh, when we did do the last episode, at the very end, I remembered it was Mother's Day. And, and I did not give enough credit to where credit is due. I, I just okay. sort of threw in the Mother's Day thing. So okay. I want to say thank Thank you again to my mom for being a fantastic mother. And I want to say thank you to my wife again for being an unbelievable mother as well. Uh, and my mother-in-law also. And then I also want to say thank you to my mom. She was in town and she, there's nothing I hate more than pulling weeds. <laughs> really? And, but, and they bother me. Uh-huh. And we're going to get into other things that you can do to change your life okay. at the end of the show. Weeding is one of them. And, and I and I came home from work, and my mom had pulled all of the weeds. Oh my gosh! House. Really? And there was a lot of them. Wow! Then you know, not like you know, terrible, but right. they were just bothering me. And I drove in the driveway. Yeah, I'm like, who the hell pulled all the weeds? And I was <laughs> and I was thankful, but then at the same time, I thought, but I I was going to get so much joy out of finally doing that. Oh, you were. But I but I said, you know what? You were going to. I'm going to go the... past that and right. say. Just say thank you. Exactly. So I wanted to say that. Um, and another thing we talked about. Oh, wait, before you press on. Yeah. Hi, Mrs. Paws. <laughs> yeah. I talked to your mom the other day. Yeah. It was very nice to see her. Yeah. So, yeah. and she's a big fan of yours. Is she? Oh. So, all right. So another thing I wanted to mention, we talked about the draft in Nashville being so over the top and having yes. so many people the NFL draft. Sure. A little piece of nugget that I found out from our, our, our good friend, Drew Bennett. There was also the Nashville Marathon at the same time. <laughs> that would complicate things a little right. bit. Right. So that yeah. was another reason that why there were so many few, people. Right. So I just want to throw uh, that in there. Oops. We also forgot to talk about the Kentucky Derby uh, controversy. So as a reminder, you don't remember this, uh, Dan, but I, I did want to get it out because I'm a big, you know, I like to go. I like horse racing. I've been to six Kentucky Derbies and uh, whatever. So there was a, a controversy that uh, maximum security won the race, but then got disqualified for the first time ever Uh that a horse, the winning horse was disqualified. So actually country house was actually declared the winner. I bring that up because maximum security (laughs) 
I'm sorry. I love horse names. Right. Yes. They're they're great. I mean, that's horse the, names are the best. And if you don't know the jockey or the trainer, I picked the right, the best name. Right. So, which is the worst way to gamble, right. by the way. But it, it's inevitable. Every time I'm at the oh track, I always Absolutely. pick a horse that I just love the name. Yeah. Um. So anyway, maximum security got disqualified because it cut off the path of war, uh, war of will. Mm-hmm. So war of will won the Preakness, the second leg of the Triple Crown. Gotcha. Which was also, uh, uh, yeah. So it, it was, you know. I don't agree with the controversy, but War of Will is a good horse and will most likely win the Belmont. I'm just calling that out right now. So okay, and we move on. So favorite number twenty four of all time. Oh yeah, it was a close. It was. I almost went with Kobe Bryant, but. If I went with Kobe Bryant, my wife would have been really mad at me because she <laughs> hates Kobe Bryant. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. Don't need to get into all that. But so I didn't go with well, Kobe. Well, Kobe's a little expected to. Yeah. Right. Now, right? Yeah. A little so, what, but but I realized that there is a clear number one for me from my childhood, and that is Ken Griffey Jr. Oh. Do you remember him? Yeah, I I remember that name. Prolific he was home an run hitter. Yeah, had a fantastic. Home run swing, beautiful swing. He's not a big guy. Mm-hmm. So anytime you can see a guy that hit 630 home runs, it would put him on seventh all time on the home run list. Holy cow. You know, he wasn't a big physical guy, right? Yeah. You know, like he, but his swing was just beautiful. Super athletic in the, in, at, in center field. Third time, all, 13 time all star. American League MVP in 97, Gold Glove Awards, into the Hall of Fame in 2016, a first ballot Hall of Famer, by the way, with wow. 99.3% of the vote. Um, just and just, I just, he seemed like an all around pretty nice guy. He did have a little, uh, in reading for research for the show, though, which I did not know, he had a little bit of controversy towards the end of his career, which I forgot. He He retired basically. At the beginning of the season, he said he was going to play. He basically didn't show up for the next game and drove from half across the country to his uh, from like Washington to Florida <laughs> and had his and has his agent you know send like, in the paperwork. Wow! You know the the manager shows that he's like I had no idea until like two hours before the game started that Ken Griffey Jr. A, you know a hall of future Hall of Famer right. just retired. Yeah, and then there was another thing about he, he tried to actually commit suicide when he was eighteen. Really? Yeah, because his dad was a famous baseball player, and he cited that he, he took two hundred and seventy seven Tylenols. Okay, that. <laughs> and by the way, how do they? Oh the, my. You know, Two seventy seven. Right? Yeah, where do you get it, that number? Did they <laughs> count them? Afterwards? So yeah, I mean, then, you know, you can never, you can't read, you can't uh, believe everything you see uh, read in Wikipedia, but whatever. But how does two hundred and seventy seven Tylenols not kill you? I, I know he's a good athlete, right? He's got a good, <laughs> he's got a good kidney or whatever it is. So he cited uh, issues with his father. I imagine his you know, his father probably. If we had Ken Griffey Jr. on the show, he might point out that you know, sometimes you don't. Get along with your parents. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Ken Griffey Jr., favorite number 24 of all time. Awesome. So excited to talk about some things uh, today on the sh- today on the show. But before we get to all that, we're going to do a quick sports recap. And the NHL Stanley Cup, as we've talked about before, the St. Louis Blues are still in it against the Boston Bruins. However, they got crushed last night 7-2, to which is a high-scoring hockey match. Wow, yeah. Um, and the Bruins are up two games to one. So I'm hopeful that the Blues can come back. But yeah. from my analysis so far, here's what I've seen. The Bruins seem like they're the better team, but the Blues are playing very aggressively, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. really going after them, like right. bringing the hit to sure. them. Sure. And I feel like they're running it a little out of gas. Yeah. I think the Bruins potentially are more talented. But the Blues are running out of gas. They're going too hard. And if they don't win game four, then I fear the Bruins will win the series. But if the Blues win game four, Mm -hmm. I promise you they win the series. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm rooting for the Bruins. Okay. So let, you and I are going to have like well, a this in is, studio. This is something rivalry. we should be rooting for the Bruins. I don't well, know why. That's why, why I'm rooting for the Bruins, Bruins because this exactly. I, I appreciate that. Maybe this time of year we should be a, a hockey show. <laughs> well, that's the whole point, Dan. <laughs> yeah, there's no UCLA football to talk about. No. Okay, so NBA talk about it. So uh, I want to. It is in the finals now. Game two is is going to happen uh, this this afternoon, uh, but the the the. The Western Conference Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers was pretty cool to see the, the Curry brothers playing against each other. I will admit, and and I, I and we've talked about Curry, Steph Curry before, but mm-hmm. 
watching the the dynamic between him and his brother and you know his parents are all over the TV and I was a big fan <laughs> yeah. of Del Curry's back in the day believe it or not it's like he I vividly remember him playing for yeah, the Hornets yeah. Great outside shooter. They, I, I like the dynamics, even though it's a little much with the little kid that's always around. There's his daughter. I'm becoming more of a fan. That's all I'm saying. But let's talk about the finals so far. So the yeah. Raptors, Toronto Raptors, one game one. Now, Kevin Durant's not playing. Right. So they're able to double team Steph Curry a little bit more. The athleticism for the Raptors is showing. Um, we talked about. Uh, many shows ago, I saw we saw the Raptors. I was at the game, re- sitting behind the bench watching right. Raptors play the Brooklyn right. Nets. Yes. and I talked about how great Kawhi Leonard looked yeah. like, physically. Yeah, well, he's playing fantastic. Yeah, um, have you seen some of the controversy with Drake the rapper, though? What? Not recently. So no. Drake the rapper. Drake is, the rapper. Is, Canada's Drake the rapper. Right, and he's also self pronounced as the largest Raptors fan, the biggest oh, Raptors right? fan ever. Oh, congratulations, yeah. Drake! So he's on the court. He's been like giving back massages to the coaches. <laughs> Are you serious? He, yeah, he almost got. All right, like, dude. A, come on, take it down. Yeah, right. Like, come on. You <laughs> you don't own the team. No. Okay. No. So just slow your roll, back right. up a little bit. Right. That's you good. know, and just stay in your area. Yeah. Okay. So now he's starting to talk shit to Draymond Green and Draymond Green. They're like, so it's loaded, we had a, it looks like we had a scuffle. You had a scuffle with uh, with uh, Drake after the game, and Draymond's like, uh, scuffle. We <laughs> is that what you call a scuffle? Yeah. <laughs> like no. It's it, it, like no. It's not a scuffle. All right. There's nowhere near a scuffle. And if it was a scuffle, yeah, trust me, <laughs> trust me. Okay, so but, but Drake has no official uh, ties with the team. No, but he's all right? over it, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's all over it. So just want to mention that. And so game two again tonight. I, 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 the Raptors look great. I can't imagine they win the whole series, but it's been interesting to watch. By the way, I did notice this, which hopefully, well, never mind. You didn't see it because you didn't watch it, but. <laughs> So three, uh, two critical movies, and then the third one. So like the first uh, three commercial breaks of the NBA Finals, Mm because the NBA Finals are very highly watched uh, uh, sporting event. And there's seven of them. Like the Super Bowl is only one, right? Right. The first three commercial breaks started off with uh, a movie uh, preview. Oh gotcha. The first one was the new Quentin Tarantino movie. <clears throat> and I, I you're you're obviously a Quentin Tarantino fan, I right? Love, I like you. I love Quentin Tarantino's movies. Yeah. yeah. And here's why I'm so excited about the new movie. Do you saw what it's about, right? <laughs> yes, I did. About yeah. stuntmen yes, in Hollywood in the seventies? Yes, okay. Yes. So when when it comes out, is I think it's I don't know remember when it's gonna come out, but when it comes out, we're gonna bring on so one of the my first uh uh, remember we talked weeks ago about becoming a real like a real adult? Yeah, sure. So before I became a real adult, I rented a room from a stuntman, and, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh no. and, an ex-Cal gymnast, and all of his buddies from Cal Gymnastics that they won a, st- a national championship at Cal, there two of them are, are super successful stuntmen. Wow. Yeah, like one of them is, was, is Spider-Man. In like oh. the Spider-Man movies, oh my god, all the stunts, yeah. So we're gonna bring on one. I'm gonna reach out to both of those guys and see which one's available because that's awesome. I think it would go coincide oh perfectly, god, don't you think? Great, yeah. Okay, all right. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, and then so good. the second commercial break was another Terminator movie. <laughs> all right, what are we up to now? Uh, like I really don't even know. I've lost. I don't. Two, I don't either. Five, six, but, ten. But Sarah Connor. Is back, yeah. The real Sarah Connor, and she right? and apparently, I it, from from the preview, it looks like she's going to go back to her, her as a kid. I I I I wasn't totally following it, yeah, but she's the one. most critical person. And then they show Arnold come out of, oh, yeah. You, yeah. You saw Arnold in the news really? lately. Um, did you see Arnold get drop kicked when he was doing an autograph signing? In yes, South I did. Actually, that yes, was actually pretty funny footage. Oh <laughs> uh, well. If you haven't seen the footage of Arnold Schwarzenegger getting drop kicked in the back by some random dude in Africa, <laughs> right? You got to hang, put hit pause right now and go search. Let's it. do that. Oh, so someone just walked in the studio. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Arnie. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> this is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
I love How are it. you? I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. Um, so I can't wait to see that. The third movie is Secret Life of Pets 2. I liked Secret Life of Pets 1. Um, and that's a you know kids movie. I know I'm You're, changing Oh, that's right. Bit, no, but. you got, but you have kids in that demographic. <laughs> I sure, sure do. Yeah. See, I no so longer that, do. So I don't have yeah, to see that's, pets you can just mark it down for $100 at the movies right, right now. Basically, yeah. It's been spent. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to be excited to watch Quentin Tarantino. Oh and I will God. watch Terminator, but I'm not going to go to the movies to see it. But I will go watch the but Quentin dude, Tarantino the, movie. The, in the Quentin Tarantino preview that I saw, somebody's playing Bruce Lee. Okay? <laughs> uh-huh. And I was a big Bruce Lee fan in my youth. And whoever is playing Bruce Lee is so dead on yeah. as Bruce Lee that I'm like fixated on this Bruce Lee guy. Oh, it looks so, the movie looks so good. And I like, he just takes his time and he's methodical and and none of his movies are nowhere near, like no one would say, oh, Quentin Tarantino remade something. No. Not a chance. No. No. uh, Except for the Kill Bills volume one, two, and I think there was, was there only one or two of those? There were two of those. Okay, but it was still, he didn't. Make he didn't steal an idea. No, right? No, no. In fact, we just watched those. Uh, uh, my son and I. Yeah, he liked them. I, I, I love. You gotta, them. you gotta. Come I love Pulp Fiction, please. So, um, one, two more sports things before we move on to a little more pop culture. I feel like we snuck in a little pop culture, but we did. It but hit me because of the commercials during the finals. Exactly. All right. We've talked about Liverpool. Liverpool. So, you know, Liverpool. Are we talking about football? Yes. So Liverpool won the UEFA championships yesterday. UEFA? Yes. And one of my life mentors and very good friends was at Mm -hmm. the match in Madrid. Really? Yeah. How was that? He hasn't called me back yet. (laughs) He's still recuperating. (laughs) Yeah. But it was a little boring of a game, but... They had Imagine Dragons. Like, if you don't think, like, we've talked about the how big soccer is internationally, sure. right? And, and and if you don't know that, then you like you just don't you don't, yeah. don't know sports. But this is the first time I actually would have been watching all of the UEFA uh, tournament, and they started it out with a full on concert of by the Imagine Dragons. Had like literally the group was there, hundreds of people on the field oh God, really? with a full on laser light show going off, giant drummers. It was super cool. Holy cow! And then the game was you know started off with a penalty kick, but here's the best <laughs> right, part. Then you play soccer. So I put 400 on the money line, um, 400 on the money line for Liverpool to win the first half. Mm. Huh? Bet one five hundred. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. <laughs> wow. And Christine's like, why are you watching so into she's trying to get me to get the kids ready to go to the park or something? Like, <laughs> I got, hold on. I got money on the line. I got remember. money on the first half here. Okay, the last uh, last sport uh recap. So the PGA uh one of the uh four majors happened uh as well. And there was a, a, a John Daly one of my favorite golfers of all time apparently needs to still ride a uh, a uh, golf cart. Oh really? Yeah, and and Tiger Woods took a shot at him, like you know, it's <laughs> a condescending shot about needing to ride a golf cart. Yeah, and then John Daly makes a little bit of a shot back, but the more I thought about it, and and I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but I I, I tend to actually agree with Tiger Woods, and I'm sure many other golfers. But you 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 got to be careful the way you say it. It's like. If you can't walk the golf course, <laughs> then you can't play. You know, yeah. And I, and I get the disability, ADA, you know, disability and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that would be like, you know, uh, someone with a disability saying to the NFL, "You're not letting me play because I have a disability." I, I don't. I, right. That would never happen. Right. I so, should be able to take a golf cart on first down. Yeah, I should. Be, I should be allowed to, uh, you know, have uh, trampolines in my shoes. Sure, absolutely. To, to, to play, and I just, I, I, I don't. I think there's a point there, and if you can't walk the course, then unfortunately, you're no longer a professional golfer. Yeah, maybe right. You know, yeah, but I mean? it's weird that everyone else walks. Yeah, and there's been a couple other folks. There was actually like a lawsuit, you know, a fight against it years back. I forget the actual golfer that did it because he made the point that I have a disability and I mm. so I can't walk for some reason. But mm-hmm. so it came back in the news. But anyway, Brooks Kepka, our, our, our man, Brooks Kepka. Oh yeah, ended up winning, crushed it, yeah. and this guy is like an assassin. You, you, yeah. if, if, if for those of you listening, hopefully. I, I can't find a person doesn't like Brooks Kepka. Yeah, yeah, and, and even like Tiger Woods is a polarizing human. Mm-hmm. So even when he was winning, 
uh, you know, major after major after major back in the day, there were still some people that didn't like him because he was kind of a dick at times. Right. But this Brooks Kepka guy, there's. I haven't, I haven't met a person that doesn't like him yet. <laughs> and if you don't like him, you send us an email because there's nothing not to like about this guy. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a superstar. Already is, but he's going to be a superstar going forward. Okay, well, let's move the change chains into a little pop culture and my recent travels. <sighs> Can't believe it took us this long into this episode to talk about the Game of Thrones finale. <laughs> Has, has everything before now been stalling until this this moment? Yeah, I wanted to start off right after I said good morning, good afternoon, and so, good evening. Uh, how about that Game of Thrones? <laughs> how about Game of Thrones? <laughs> um, so disappointing, really. Dan. And I know you're not a Game of Thrones watcher, but uh, I know your your son is, and and pretty much everyone else on the planet other than you. But it was so disappointing the way that the last episode and really the whole season, the whole final season went, but it, and I got, got me to thinking there's a little bit of conspiracy. I think conspiracy theory about the fact that the um, GRR, I forget why am I blanking on the writer's name? <laughs> I almost said Tolkien, but that's yeah, not well, right. I mean, um, this, this is modern day. George, uh, hmm. Can remember. you look that up real quick? Yeah, I will. The fact that I'm blanking on that is it's pretty, it's ridiculous. Um, so he, uh, so he, he's written two more books, and he agreed not to release them until the end of the the theatrical version. George R R Martin. Thank you. Jeez, G R R M. That's what. it yeah. was. Okay. Um, so he agreed not to release the books. Uh, I hope he releases them soon. So I think what happened is this. So Hollywood took over basically the last two seasons because right. they outkicked the coverage of the books. Right. And they, I, I feel like they made an agreement almost as if they said, listen, we're going to make the last season so shitty right. that everyone is going to want Every, your last you two books. You have to have those last books to because other, cleanse their palates. Because most people, like many people that, not most, but many people that got into the HBO series mm -hmm. did not read the books. Right. Huge, huge amounts of people that didn't read the yeah. books. Like Lord of Lord of the Rings, I, I read the books when I was a kid. Yeah. Right. And and so did and way more people read Lord of the Rings. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Then it wasn't there was an uptick in that people saw the movie, but I guarantee you, way more people read those books than read GRRM's books. Yeah. So I went back and bought the first book. I'm starting to read the first book because right? I'm going to blow through those. It's going <laughs> to probably take me five years, but <laughs> blow through them in five years. Yeah. Um. So I'm pretty excited about that. But I think they made a deal. And HBO said, listen, we'll make them so shitty. And we'll tank this for we'll you. We'll tank this so that you can You give us a piece of the books. Of course. You tell me that there's not an interaction. There's, there's got to be happening. Back. I'm not saying that happened, but- uh, There's it, a possibility. Totally. So the way that the ending- So Jon Snow ends up killing her out of nowhere. He just stabs her. And then they make this whole- Like all of a sudden, they all come together. It's like they tried to wrap up so many things like a typical Hollywood thing would do. And then they make- It was just shitty. Um now, were you a uh, were you a fan of uh, Breaking Bad? Huge fan. Huge fan of Breaking Bad. Huge fan of Breaking Bad. Okay, what did you think about that finale? Because that was the greatest finale of any show ever. Breaking right? Bad's finale, right? Greatest ever. So don't tell me that you have to have a shitty finale. That's my point. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. You do it. You're on point today. I'm Dan. on point. Good job. I'm on point, brother. Um, okay, so moving on to another show I'm watching. No, wait, you think I'm on point? Yeah. Yeah. Now, say my name. <laughs> Producer Dan. Thank you. <laughs> okay, you so Billions. Me. You're not watching Billions. No, I, I want to watch that as, ever since you said there's some sort of S&M plot line. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that's stuck in my uh, in my craw yeah. or my craw. Okay, so here's one. It's, it's getting close to the end of the season. But one thing I wanted to point out. So Deontay Wilder was in two episodes ago. He's a uh, heavyweight boxer. Okay. And he was actually in the show playing himself because he was getting one of the one of like the hedge fund managers to get ready for a charity boxing match. Okay. Oh, so oh, the, gotcha. the reason I bring it up, though, oh, is Deontay. Dante Wilder actually made news a couple, a week and a half ago. He because he was going into a heavyweight match, which he won in the first round, crushed this dude. But in the lead up, they asked him how he like felt about the match, and he literally said, "I want to kill him." And they're like, "What? I'm sorry, come again?" He goes, "What do you mean? If I kill him, I don't get in trouble. I can, I can 
kill him <laughs> in the ring and I will not be arrested for homicide. I want to kill him. And everyone, and all everyone's the, dumbfounded. Yeah, I'm all sure, the right? like, Yeah. So it's like, oh my god, dude. Yeah. But you know what? He's. I love the honesty. Well, that that must be the mindset. Listen, let's yeah. not kid ourselves. Because there's two men duking it out. That's probably the mindset you need to have. Yeah, to and, win and, at that level. But, but the fact that I, the fact that, that he actually said it. And, 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 and I'm sure uh, you know, like that's been joked about before. But this guy was there was no joking. <laughs> and I was shocked also that I've never heard that not joked about before. Right. I would have thought that he wasn't the first right. person that said it. Right. You you think by now somebody would be like, oh no, I'm, I'm going to oh, kill yeah, him. No, I'm going to. That's <laughs> anyway. It's a little touchy. Good for him. Um, and by the way, I did also read that 90210 is, is going to bring is going to make a reboot. I'm very yeah, there, excited there, about there's that. There's no need for that. <laughs> There's no need for that. Okay, what else have we? Uh, what else was there that I wanted to hit on? Oh, Uber versus Lyft. So I've talked weeks and weeks and weeks ago about. Remember, I said I would take Lyft for the first time when they had their IPO. Yes. Not a big fan. Oh. I am definitely an Uber loyalist. That's it. I am considering putting a decent amount of money into their stock. Because I don't think it's going to, I think it's going to, it's coming down. It's going to come down a little bit, but someone is going to win the race and make a lot of money on the autonomous vehicle aspect. We've talked about that before. So I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but I did want to mention that. And I also read that they're releasing 10 robocabs in Phoenix. So we got to keep our eyes on the pulse of this autonomous thing here. And then one more thing before I get into some of my travels. Did you hear? That they finally are talking about, really talking about doing a colony on the moon. Have you seen that at all? A real space colony? Yes. No. Now, do you want to hear some actual statistics about moon landing and moon travel? Sure. Because I don't want to be dramatic. Mm-hmm. You don't? But I will say this. Okay. There are times when I can't sleep because I don't understand why we handle the moon the way we do. <laughs> that okay. keeps you up at night. Yeah, sometimes. Okay. And and, and let me just give you some reasons why. Yeah, because I'm not following so okay. far. So between the years 1969 mm-hmm. to 1972, mm-hmm. there was a total of 12 human beings that walked on the moon. True. That we know. True. Okay, you can forget the conspiracy theories. Sure. 12 people. Yes. In the last 47 years, Dan, Mm -hmm. zero people have walked on the moon. And I I simply ask you this. Yes. Why? Right. Why were our asses on fire from 79 to, or uh, from 69 69 to 72? And why, I mean, is it all the economy? There's no way. We feel like we beat the Russians, and then that was that. And so then, wash your hands. So then, the, the thing that bothers me is that, and then you've heard plenty about Mars. Sure, there's movies Especially about recently, it. Yeah, you, you got. We finally got a rover cruising around Mars that's right. been there for at least a couple months, or maybe even a year, for all I know. But uh, you know, the the first celestial planetary object that's the closest that we can legitimately start. We could have already had a, a hotel on the moon by now. Well, yeah, because 1972 was yes. a long effing time ago. Like, like the chances of a human in our lifetime actually getting to Mars is slim to none. Yeah. If we would have focused more since 1972, we literally could have already had a hotel on the moon. Sure. And now I ask you this. If you have a lot of money, Dan. Okay. Where it's always about doing something that no one else has done. Okay, sure. There's only 12 people. In the history of mankind, yeah, that's walked a short, on the moon. That's a short list. Okay. I wouldn't mind making it a baker's dozen, right? Right. I'd get up there, hop around. If I didn't have a wife and kids, and they said, you got to give me everything to go to the moon, I would do it. Because think about the ability to look back at Earth. Oh, it'd be crazy. It would, it would open, it would change so many things. Yeah. Can you imagine the level of just overall feeling that those 12 individuals have? No. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no, literally no. Yeah. 
So, and and we bought Brooklyn a, uh, um, a telescope for her birthday because she's like oh, get, nice. starting to get into uh, yeah, space yeah. and and you know all that stuff. So we've been I've been setting it up and looking at the moon. So sure. it's like hitting me even more. Like, I'm like you know man, wouldn't it be great? So you know the cost right now. You could, they're already selling. So anyway. It's it's exciting to me that they're finally talking about it again, yeah. in that they've because they've found all these ice caps, the the water that's accessible on the moon and X Y Z. I'm going to be following it heavily, yeah, because it's about time. I don't want to get into all the conspiracy theories of why we haven't been to the moon. That's for a whole another talk show, and I don't want to lose any listeners. <laughs> but. Um, I just thought that that was it was nice to see it in the news, and I'm very excited. Interesting. And for two hundred fifty thousand dollars right now, they're already selling commercial flights into lower orbit. Really? Yeah, for two hundred fifty k. I'm not buying that. I'm going to wait till you're going to wait till the moon. Two fifty to get to the moon. Sure. I don't need to be the first one at the hotel. No, you just want to go. But I promise you, if they have the ability for you to make it commercially to the moon before right. I die, right? I will go. Let me ask you this: How much on your flight to the moon? Do you think you would cry? <laughs> Sorry. I shouldn't have said that while you were taking a sip of coffee. I might. Think about how much you would cry going to the moon. <sighs> you can't even fly to Phoenix. <laughs> without, that is, you know, God, are you right, Dan? Right? Oh my you got to prepare yourself for this. You're so right. You should start training now to deaden your emotions. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyway, if anyone wants to read a great science fiction novel, it's called The Moon is a Harsh Mistress. Highly recommend it. Oh, is that right? Okay. Anyway, so went to a... a, a, No. (laughs) Sorry. You don't have time. So went to a wedding in Napa during Bottle Rock, which is like, geez, as if there can't be enough people in Napa. And a very nice wedding. Well done. What's Bottle Rock? Bottle Rock is is basically kicks off summer in Napa. Oh, gotcha. But uh, a friend, friend of ours has uh, his, his wedding at the same time. So I go to rent a car. I didn't want to have to take an Uber all the way back and forth. And I see this little sign that says, you know, ask your sales manager about being happy today. And then it's got a picture of a Tesla. And I thought, okay, hmm. hey. And I just literally said, I'd like to be happy. <laughs> yeah. Could you? And, and he said, well, okay, well, you know, little, and I had already been like making small talk with the, the two people at the desk. So I get a Tesla for an, only an extra $50 a day, right? You know, wow. and, a, and not the little one, like the, the original one, you know, the P90 or whatever. And I've driven one before, but never for more than 10 minutes, right? Okay, gotcha. I really love Teslas. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. There's I, nothing like it. I, I, my wife doesn't listen to this show, so she's not going to listen to this, but I got it up to 138. Oh, my God. Yeah. On on the and, freeway or on a, like, where were well, you? I mean, yeah, it was, I wasn't on a dirt road, Dan. Well, no, but. It was on the wow. 580 going wow. up to Napa from Oakland. But anyway. But that was easy and peasy. It, and it felt right when I got out of the airport. The it was so you know when you're when it doesn't really happen as an adult as much anymore but I remember when I was a kid, like sort of racing cars through the freeway. Oh yeah, you know like you like some and like you, they they would try and beat you. It's like very dangerous and very stupid. But right. as soon as I it's almost like <laughs> this is this is the worst thing that should be happening to me right now. As soon as I get on the freeway, a blacked out, uh, souped up Ford Mustang cruises up. Oh yeah, and I'm oh all right, this is Here perfect. We go. Right. Right behind him is a blacked out, souped up Camaro. <laughs> and then I get in behind them and we go for about, I don't know, five or 10 miles, like cha- oh, trading. Oh, right? Yeah. You know, anywhere from, you know, 60 to 120 miles an hour. Oh, my. And back and forth, back and forth. And I was like giving them like the like these guys, like they, they both of them had like these cool hats on. They knew each other. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like the little dorky like guy at the visitor. Tesla. I'm yeah. like, oh, no, that's just rental. Just yeah. a rental. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but anyway, so- Huge fan of Teslas. They feel yeah. like I felt like you could drive it into a wall, you'd still be okay. Oh yeah, and you wouldn't take up uh, any gas doing it. Exactly. Oh, thank you. That was the last point I wanted to make. One of the key points about renting a Tesla. Oh wait a minute. You don't have to fill it up with gas when you return it. Oh my gosh. Because isn't that one of the most annoying yes. things on the planet Without when you have a rental question. car? Because then you then you have to make that decision. You always forget. 
Yes. So now you're always late. Yes. And you say, do I want to pay nine dollars a gallon? Right. Or do I or, want to pay four fifty? Right. But but <laughs> to, to pay four fifty, you, you got to go find you're one. You're in a crappy neighborhood outside the airport. <laughs> always. <laughs> we always fill up on Atlantic Avenue in Jamaica Queens when we're leaving New York. It is the dodgiest effing yeah, gas like station some, in the one country. Of these, you would think one of these days you would remember and do it right, on no. Long Island. Yeah, no, no, no. It's got to be <laughs> Jamaica, Queens every time. Oh, and while I was on that trip, I heard Bill Buckner died. Remember that guy, the Boston uh, Red Sox guy I that went so, through his... Yeah. And it was I was listening to this story, and he's well known for like giving up the World Series, but I felt you know, this guy had a great attitude. Everybody thinks he's the... you know, they, they Some people give him a hard time, but they still... He couldn't get away from it, like the biggest gaffe ever. Yeah. But he seemed like a great guy. He's a Hall of Famer. Hey. He had one freaking bad play. Right. You know, just happened to be at the Out wrong of how time. how many years? <laughs> well, yeah. Timing is everything. And then Bart Starr died, an old school quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. One of the first original great quarterbacks of all time. Oh, that's so rest in peace, Bill and Bart. Indeed. <laughs> okay. So... Brooklyn's Bridge. Oh, yeah? Where we cross over the last part of the show. We hope you stick around. Here. Because then you're going to know. Here, let's see if this is good Brooklyn's Bridge music. Are you ready? Come on, Dan. Bring it. No, that's not good. That sounds too We're going to find something right? better. Yeah, that's okay. not good. So, close your eyes. Deep breath. Okay. <sighs> okay. I want you to think mm. of a time. Yes. When you know that you didn't follow your intuition. <laughs> okay. Do you have one? I guess. Okay, you go first. Oh, I have to go first? Yeah. So many years ago in the 1990s, uh, I would uh, do a lot of stand-up comedy. And every uh, once in a obviously. while. Yeah. Every <laughs> once in a while. Thank you very much. Tiff, your waitress. Um, every once in a while, we would put a big show together and try to invite, you know, a bunch of agents and stuff like that. You know, so, so it was a, yeah. more of a pressure situation. Sure. And uh, I worked stand-up-wise kind of loosey-goosey. Mm -hmm. And I got it in my head that I should not do that, that I should write a few jokes, set up punchline. Mm hmm so I sat down and I wrote these jokes. I was very excited. I was going to actually do jokes, going to prove I could do jokes. And I went on stage and I did those jokes. And those jokes just sucked. Nothing. Really? Like nothing. Okay. Nothing. And so um, instead of like going back to follow my intuition, which is just to be Lucy Goosey uh -huh. Boy, I instead beat myself up for the next God knows how long um, about the fact that I can't, yeah, that I can't, quote unquote, can't write a joke. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, and the crazy thing was there was nothing wrong with what I was doing. Like, my intuition was working fine until I, uh, you know, fought it. <laughs> and then that sucked. Got it. Yeah. It's not good. Well, I, uh, yeah, so I, I imagine it would have, it affected your confidence. A little bit. A little, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. So I got to, it's For not a quite a following my negative intuition. I have a bunch of terrible stories about not following my intuition, but <laughs> I will tell a little bit more of an interesting slash somewhat positive story, but it was, it's, it's, it's a weird story. I don't think we've told this before. So I, in my senior year of college, I got introduced to like a head doctor. Okay. And you know, that's probably not the formal term, but like a, almost like a mentalist like a, type of guy. Hold on. Okay. And the guy that introduced me to him said, you, I, I think you, you'll, you'll get something out of this guy. He's done a lot of great work with professional baseball players. Mm. Like Kurt Schilling, you know, an old pitcher like credits this gentleman for like turning his career around. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, my, we're four and two, I'm playing okay, but I can always play better. Hey, sure. I can't imagine it's going to hurt me. So this guy, it was before the Cal game, uh, seventh game of the year, and I, he starts the week before he puts me every evening, we would talk and he would put me through this series of meditation uh, type of program. Ooh. Night before the game. And it was definitely different. Like I, I, it was, it was, I was into it and I, was yeah. bought, I bought in. Yeah. The night before the game, I, I'm in my hotel room bathroom, pitch black. And he's putting me through the pregame ritual that he did for these major league pitchers, mm -hmm. and and and, I'm, and it's like it's a little intense. Like you gotta like you gotta let go, right? And we're gonna right. get to the the whole point of where, where the rest of the show of where I'm going with this. Okay. So I was letting go, and I was listening to him, and then I did it before the game, mm -hmm. and I swear to God, I went out there, and the whole game slowed down. 
the everything was it was I felt like everything had slowed down and we, we you don't know what I'm talking about Dan but other athletes do like when you go from the jump of like high school you know big time high school football to major college football mm. the jump is drastic in oh, terms of imagine, speed right? right yeah the jump between major college football and the NFL is not as much as the jump from high school to major mm. college okay so, but it's still a jump from a speed standpoint, but the jump is not as drastic. So I walk out there and I'm like, and it was, it was almost like an out of body experience. It really was. I it was bet. so weird. And, and I'll never forget sec, middle of the second quarter. I like I get hit like in the, my left shoulder. I got a little bit of a stinger hmm. and it would normally have, would have affected me more, but it's like, okay, my left shoulder, like I can barely feel my left side of my neck, but I'm still, my right hand's still working great. I'm still completing passes, and, I, and it's still, the game is still going slower. <laughs> and this is why the story is either, you know, weird, great, or shitty. <laughs> Next thing I know, though, I do a five-step drop, break my leg. <laughs> what? A guy hits my right leg. Left, like literally break your leg. Yeah, left right guy hits my leg, left guy hits the other side, my right fibula snaps in half. And oh, God. you know, my buddy loved Mike Seidman to death. He's like, Corey, I heard your bone break. I heard it snap. Oh god. So now I'm just screaming, screaming, screaming. I went from the game slowing down <laughs> right to the most I'd ever seen it to grabbing my broken leg. Yeah. All right. And I obviously at that particular moment didn't think, oh man, what I just happened was so cool. It like took me, you know, then I had a little bit of uh, anger towards this guy. I mean, obviously he had right. nothing to do with it, but like out of nowhere, I changed my, you know, my, the whole way that I was playing football. Right. And obviously again, that had, he has nothing to do with the fact that I broke my leg. So, but my intuition was a little bit at the time was, hey, you know what, maybe I don't need to try and mess with my head <laughs> oh you know the, the oh so you had connected the messing with your head with the getting hurt but yeah of course in, inaccurately wow, yeah. obviously sure 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 right? but, like it's but, just a, a terrible play right um and you know shit happens but then in my mind i was like you know what i should i because i did have a feeling when i first started talking to him after the first time i thought you know what you know what bro i'll talk to you later like i'm cool right now like this is right, a little right, bit right. too let's much not, yeah let's not Fix it if it is. So broken. it's not exactly like that, but it's similar, right? Yeah. And so then I'm sitting there screaming and yelling, my like, literally tears of pain and shock. And then, uh, you know, the cameras on me, all that stuff, national TV. And that was the end of my college football career. So, wow. But we're, we're, we're bridging again into sure. what I did the other day was I get these notes from the universe. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. Every morning I get an email that says, you know, right. from Something the universe. Right. Moon, universe, you get it. Sure. And uh, there was a piece where it said, it talked about, uh, you know, click on this from so-and-so and give them a thousand dollars. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's like, cl click on this from, I forget her name, but she, it was talking about intuition. And the, the, the little, the underline said, you know, acting on intuition in quote, little ways will get you more practice, you know, for the bigger intuitions and bigger feelings so i click on this it's like six in the morning christine was out of town i'm riding the peloton and i'm listening to this woman's podcast and she starts taking talking about like starts lowering her voice almost like you're gonna meditate and i, I was having flashbacks of what the guy was doing to me back in the oh, day right really okay but i was like okay f fight through this right like you're gonna right. just focus on right. growing as a human and there's no reason that feeling better is not gonna be better for me yeah, right sure, sure so she starts talking about you know, following your intuition and don't be afraid to practice your intuitions because that will make get make you more efficient in following your intuitions because it is a learned experience and you have to practice it. And because when you do, you'll notice that there's a tremendous increase in your quality of life. Mm -hmm. You don't like a hotel room. It doesn't feel good. The mm -hmm. vibes are not there leave. I have never had a time when a, a front desk person would tell me, sorry, we don't have another room for you. She, she keeps going on. She says, you, you get an intuition to call someone, call them. I imagine you've, you've had that happen many, like, many times. Sure, I say all sure. myself all the time. I got to call my brother. Got to call the so-and-so got to call the, and I'm like, Oh, forget about it. When you get that intuition to call them, do it. All right. 
Oh, and don't forget to call your parents, by the way. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Listen to the person's meaning and not just their words. Scan everything every every day like you're a CIA officer. I actually added that part. Mm. You know, you know how a CIA operative. Yeah. You know, if, if we, yeah. You go into a room and then you're like, yeah. How many people are in here? How many walls? Where's right. the door? Where's the exit? Yeah. That Use kind of your intuition. Yeah. Guess what song's going to come up next? Right. Like think about <laughs> what think about mm. which elevator is going to open up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking. I remember I had a, one of my mom's mom was a real wackadoo. Yeah. Right. But she would, she tried to get me to meditate as a kid because she was. Wow. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. She, yeah. She was convinced she was talking to lots of people, but, um, Oh, (laughs) my my mom's going to listen to this and either. I had an aunt that did that. Yeah. Yeah. For her, it was called senility. But, uh, (laughs) exactly. So I got introduced to a book when I was a, uh, a teenager called talking to heaven. Ooh. Have you ever heard of that book? No. It's actually an interesting book. It's about, it's like a, a guy that's a medium, you know, mm-hmm. going in and out and like mm-hmm. talking, like basically talking to heaven and be able to, you know, talk to dead people and everything yeah. like that. So, but I, like, I didn't get into it, thankfully, but I remember that <laughs> as well. So it, that, that book talked about similar things about trying to guess what's happening or use your oh, intuition right? about yeah, yeah. what's happening. It was some of the similar things that she was saying. I was right, thinking right. about back to that book I had read. Um, and that would also brought me to remember, do you remember the book, The Secret? You know? <laughs> yeah, okay. I do. So For I some ha- reason, I can remember that cover very vividly. Yes, I don't know and, why. So and, for those the of you secret. that haven't heard of The Secret, you got to look it up really quick. It was a phenomenon Huge. in like the, the mid-2005-ish areas, 2006. Is that when it was? Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's when I found out about yeah. it. But I remember reading the book, and then there's a movie you can watch back before there was YouTube, right? Oh. I think I, I got the DVD. I watched the DVD, and the DVD is so poorly made. And, and if you if you don't remember the secret, it's basically the concept of that one is just put positive thoughts into the universe, and it will give it back to you. Nice. But and, the and concept was good. Two hundred and fifty pages to say that, right? But. And in nineteen ninety nine, sure. right? So, like things like if you don't want to pay your bills, wish them away, and you'll no longer get bills in the mail. Are you serious? I swear to God. So I had just met Christine. And I'm like courting her. Okay. And I, I bring her in and, and like she comes over one night and I'm like, you got to watch this show. Oh, this, no. This, and I remember oh. trying to like encourage her to do this. Uh-huh. And she was just looking. And the fact that she Who ended up marrying me is a freaking miracle. Right. Because right? thinking back about how <laughs> fucking weird she must have thought I was. But it's, it's I'm, I'm connecting. How early, how early in your courtship are we talking? First couple months. No. Yes. But oh. I knew I wanted to marry her the first day I met her. So, like, did as far really? as I was concerned, I was trying to – the best sales job I ever did was not, like, do the hardcore press right away because I could tell she wasn't into me. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, you of didn't course. think? Yeah, you didn't think it was uh... – Oh, I knew. I knew oh, that wow. she, I could tell that she thought there was something going on, but she was definitely – did not have the, like, love at first sight going on. Interesting. <laughs> Guarantee that. Interesting. Uh, anyway, so a couple more things she was talking about. So, she's like – Oh, this is the podcast lady. Yeah, back to the podcast lady. Sorry for my tangent, but hopefully it goes in in order. She says, the best thing we can do is give the world our happy heart. And that Mm. is contagious to others. It's like, you know, how can you not feel good after you hear that line, right? And that is true too, right? And she says, stop resisting the power to follow your heart. (laughs) And then she says, breathe in deeply with your eyes closed. Until you feel steady and grounded. Follow your joy guides. And when she said, follow your joy guides, I was like, uh, really? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, what are, you lost me there. What are my joy guides? So, you she, know? so then she says, follow your joy guides. And then she has a couple more lines. And then I literally, and then it was over. <laughs> and I like looked down at my, my watch as I... Like 30 minutes later, I thought to myself, I don't know what the hell she just said, but I feel better. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. So then I actually went back and re-listened to it and jotted down some of those notes. Yeah. It was it was really, really cool. That's interesting. So, But you don't remember the name of the lady, though? No, I don't. But I do we'll remember, what's the name out. of the lady that tries to get rid of clutter? Marie... Con- Kondo? Marie Kondo. Yeah. So that, she's become even more and more popular. And, yeah, and let me huge. ask you this, Dan. She's tiny, but she's huge. So... Along the lines of intuition is getting rid of clutter. Like, that's yes. her whole kind of concept, right? If Marie Kondo? You, yes, yeah. absolutely. If you don't feel good when you hold this thing, get, get rid it. of it. Yeah, out. I've been trying to do it, 
and with three little kids, it is difficult. <laughs> Holy well, yeah, cow. Yeah, because as soon as one of them, yeah. No. I've been filling up bags of stuff, and no one even knows I got rid of it. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. You have to do it when no one's looking, though, right? I've, I have the same thing here. Yeah. No, yeah, you can't, like, you have to be alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I started offering $20 per bag to the kid. <laughs> I said, you fill you fill up this really? bag. Like yeah. a big garbage bag? No, not a big one. Uh, just yeah. a, 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 a kitchen garbage bag. And what bag. kind of stuff did they put in there? That's awesome. Well, I started telling them that we're, I'm going to take it to charity. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Which means I, I, apparently you're not taking it to charity. Well, I have dropped off plenty of things to Goodwill, but I've thrown a lot out. Too. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, anyway. Hey, we have a really awesome Goodwill, don't we? Yeah. Should we <laughs> l- listen, I think it's time we should we give back more? No, should we tell everybody something that we haven't actually Oh no, okay. No. No, but I think uh if if I did drop off some things to Goodwill and for the first time I got a receipt. <laughs> yeah. And and I thought you would have there would be a, it would a be process yeah, like a little bit more. Yeah. And but I'll I'll give them credit for this cuz that is not the most highly you know, highest functioning, uh, you know, business, right? No. no. Um, and the gentleman, though, I will give him credit. I was like, I'm just, all I want to do is give me the freaking receipt. I'm done, right? Yeah. And he goes, you know, he's, he made us, he did, he gave, I sold me on donating to their disability fund. The what? Way, the way he did it. Really? I was almost like I was in a tractor beam scenario. <laughs> and he's like, do you want to donate to the, tra- you know, to the tractor beam? Right. And he's like, I'm like, sure. Where do I do that? He's like, oh, it's the box right over there. And he goes, and just tell me how much you put in. So then the way he said, just tell me how much you want to put in, you're going to put in, because oh, I'll write it down, right. nudge, nudge, was a challenge. Wink. Oh, is that right? So I threw a 20 in. And I thought, wow. and as I was they leaving, have upped their game, bro. And, I, and as I was leaving, I said to him, you know what, by the way, good job. And he looked at me like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, never mind. No, you just mind after me <laughs> yeah, out like, of 20 bucks. He's, good he, job. He had no idea what I was talking about, which makes it even better that he didn't do it on purpose. Wow. Yeah. Because so usually they're just like, hey, you want a receipt? And they just scribble on it and hand you a blank receipt. Yeah, no, he went like, through the itemized deal. I donated a computer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I donated a car. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so follow your intuition. Try it. See what happens. Get rid of the clutter. It's making me feel better. It right. might make you feel better. And whoever that Marie Kondo chick is yeah she's on to something right so with that i hope you have a wonderful morning a great rest of your day or a fantastic evening and remember when you keep a positive attitude at all times something's always brewing Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.